Hello there, Matthew J. Elliott here, taking time out from doing British things like correcting people's grammar and, well, that's it really, to congratulate you, the listener, for selecting the True Blue Riffcast. Yes, you could have picked any one of the thousands of Riff Tracks themed podcasts on the web, but your perspicacity led you to seek out the number one Riff Tracks podcast, and for that, you should be commended. Now, I'm going to turn you over to your hosts, Dave and Jeremy, and I shall board a flight back to England without even so much as the boxed lunch I'd been promised. No, Matthew, wait, don't leave. We're going to be talking about you. And he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Well, this is the True Blue Riff cast. Thanks for that intro, Matthew J. Elliott. And I am your host, Jeremy, and I'm joined, as always, by... What's up, everyone? It's me, Dave. Or, or... Or alternatively, known as Dave the Winner. Dave Thank the you Winner. Much. You thought I was going to forget about that, didn't you? <laughs> I sure didn't. Uh, no, I was actually hoping that you didn't. Oh, good. <laughs> we are talking about our our great and lovely experience. It's like our new favorite thing now is uh, Rift Tracks the game. Yes, Rift Tracks the game. Uh, we played in the last. I think you won like the last two games we played. Yeah, I won the last two games in a row. Yeah, yeah. I thought I wasn't. I thought I wasn't going to win because we had some 
I hope those new I hope those new uh, listeners are 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 back. The people who came and played with us, uh, because just like uh, for a while it was just you and me. Remember? Yeah. And then all of a sudden just we had a bunch of people then, show up, and then so. suddenly we had a bunch of people show up, and it's just like, oh, this is great. Uh, yeah. So it's been a while, a couple weeks since we've uh, done a show. That's Thanks okay. To dumb work scheduling issues and all that fun stuff. Uh, Do you want to talk course... about that other thing you were telling me about, or should I just not bring that up? If <laughs> no, we can just pretend like I never said anything. <laughs> uh well, since I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, no, uh, the, the, might... the event that you told me and that you're gonna go back. The event that I told you. Yeah, you had you're gonna go to a meeting with some people about something and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one, I'm yeah. still, I'm still waiting to hear back from okay. from that All right. one. Uh, All right, and so there we won't was, talk about it. Everybody there was a different like meeting I that anything. I had at a different place. Okay. Uh, that I have another meeting on Monday morning. Uh, oh. Bright and early at eight a.m. So, hopefully oh that one pans out. If the other one doesn't, um, they're yeah, both they're and, both and, better than the current one. So, yeah. So uh, if, if if they don't pan out, well, we'll just forget that we said anything or that yeah. I did anyway. Yeah. If it doesn't yeah. if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. That's yeah. That's that's fine by me. I can I can live with that. Um. Yeah. So, I see your I see your uh, your writing, huh? Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's 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 my weekend on um, being uh, uh, on my on, on my job. And this morning, I decided to finally because I've had a lot of ideas for um, for the new book, and um, I tried to start it last year, and it just it just didn't work, and everything just like flopped and crashed and burned. So I was like, I'll come up with like all new ideas, and the idea was for there to be a moon landing. But they're also to be like a clown cult involved on Earth and have like these two stories run side by side. That's a lot harder to pull off than you might think. And I know it sounds like it could be really hard, but it's even harder than you would think about that. Yeah. So just like I just kind of like it was just like one of those writing stress deals that like I just couldn't I just couldn't deal with it. So I was just like, whatever, I'll just reissue all my other books and make friends with all these amazing people. That are going to record my audiobooks. So yeah, a good thing came go. out of that. Yeah. So, but um, but those ideas wouldn't leave me. So what I decided to do. Now I'm a big fan of novellas and like novella collections in like a single book. Yeah. And I know novels because like my goal is to ultimately to be published and to be like widely known, Mr. Famous Author Man. Um, but to do that, you really have to write novels, uh, and to like publish a collection. Like, unless you're like Stephen King, they don't really sell and people don't really want to buy like 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 publishers don't want to buy those manuscripts that are like really short collections because they don't sell for unknowns. But it's just like these these ideas won't go away. So what I've decided to do is to just release them by writing them as separate stories. So what I'm going to do is I'm writing. It's going to be a collection of four novellas inspired by the novella collections of Stephen King, where he publishes four novellas in a volume and, you know, puts them all in a book and publishes them. But I also kind of, it's also kind of inspired by uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of, of Horror. You know, how they, <laughs> they have like they have that anthology. So they're all kind yeah, of like, yeah. 
they're all kind of kind of kind of have like a, a, a scary theme. So the first two are going to be the moon landing where the astronauts fall into a cave and finds a robot lady. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, that's <laughs> not, obviously not the whole story. Right. Uh, and the other one is going to be the clown cult thing, which I've kind of uh, changed a little bit. The clown, the clown story is the one that I actually started writing this morning. Oh, fun. So, and I wrote like, uh, if you're doing a NaNoWriMo, uh, it, it, Google it if you don't know what that is. <laughs> the, like the, 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 the pace of it is like 1,700 words a day. And this morning I wrote 2,600 words. And that's only because I've been thinking about these ideas for since February 1st, 2021. Like that's how, that's how long and like I know the exact day these ideas entered my brain. That's quite so a I'm while. Just gonna like, yeah, I'm just kind of like going to like release them and then come up with a couple more ideas, you know, then just like tack them on and just make one volume. And I already know what the uh, uh, what the title of this collection is. It's called it's called it's based on very much what how I'm doing this. It's called the wrong way to do things. <laughs> nice. I've had that. I've had that title for a couple of years, uh, maybe when it comes out, I'll tell you the genesis of that title and how I use yeah. it to troll a bunch of people. I mean, I, I like <laughs> it though, but, uh, I, yeah, I really do. Even like without that, 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 that knowledge, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I it, it's called, yeah, it's, it's going to be called the wrong way to do things. It's just, I really like the way that, that, that sounds. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how I spent my morning or, or weekend. So yeah, I'm 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 back in that in that writing saddle. I'm gonna get these I'm gonna get these ideas out of my brain. You know what I want to get out of my brain, Dave? What's that? Feeders three. Feeders three. Yeah, you said today. you wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Feeders three. Like Jeremy, Jeremy got feeders three. I think from one of Jeremy has an unusual amount of internet uh, presence that I don't understand. Uh, and like, I guess his fans, cause I used to have fans. Now I don't, uh, but his fans sent him a copy of feeders three. And he sent me like, look what I got. And I'm like, Oh God, why do you have that? Uh, because people, I, I can't say like me, I would say like me, but they sent me feeders three. So, uh, I'm not sure if like, is the uh, the proper word there? You uh, were really excited about it, man. Dad, oh yeah, nice. Don't yeah. Don't let Jeremy fool you. Don't let Jeremy feed you this crap. <laughs> See what I did there? I didn't even mean to. <laughs> um, no, and I I am excited he was to talk super about it too. But... For feeders three, and then he was like, he was he was he was sending me messages, and then like like an hour later, he sent me a, a screenshot of like the first thing. It'd be like, oh, I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that that movie in a little bit. We'll also be talking about the latest Brit Tracks release. Yeah, uh, from uh, our for our good friends Matthew J. Elliott and Ian Potter, uh, Creature from the Haunted Sea. Yeah, we haven't talked about uh, one of their releases for a good long while. And, yeah, um, it's been it's been a be minute. Like, hey, let's talk about this, not you know something else. You it's know? been a minute. <laughs> because yeah, it, they... it is technically the latest release from Rift Tracks. Yes, yes, uh, and I, I think we have a little bit to say about this uh, this movie as well. Because oh yeah, uh, we do. yeah, wow, yeah. 
Wow. We were I'm, trying to figure out how Roger Corman was still able to keep making movies yeah, for, I, as yeah, long as he Yeah, I have a lot to say about been. that. Just I have a lot to say about that, but we'll save it because if I get going now, then you're going to have to hear the whole thing. Yeah. Before we get into either of those things, we don't uh, we don't really have any updates from uh, from what the hell James Wen is doing, unfortunately. No, it's strange, too. He posted, he posted a new a... trailer on, like, what, May 18th or something? I don't know if we talked about it. but like, uh, Yeah, we did. Okay. We did. Um, uh, but his latest tweet, he's, like, in the the Back to the Future car where, like, these people – I've actually been in that car. Lots of, like, millions of people have been in this car where you pay, like, $40 to go in there and get your picture taken. And it goes to, like, some charity for – whatever the hell Michael J. Fox has. It's, it's, I, it's escaping me at this moment. <laughs> uh, Parkinson's? Yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to, like... I know I know someone who... Uh, someone who has that car. You know, I see DeLoreans around not all the time, but, like, enough to be like, you oh, there's I'm, a DeLorean. There's, there's you know who I'm talking about, Dave? What's that? You know who I'm talking about. Who has a Our, DeLorean car? Yeah, everyone's favorite author. Ernie Klein. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> of course, this is he does. My daily reminder that Ernest Klein exists, and he is richer is, than any of us will ever be. Unfortunately, and he has and no he right being that rich. <laughs> but he doesn't deserve to be. New, no, new. No, that that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But let's let's talk about the current movies in theaters and see how yes, things see how things are going in the box office. The number one movie last weekend in the box office, of course, was Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, $145 million on opening weekend. Yeah. Follow, followed uh, up heard... by uh Top Gun oh. Maverick and number okay. two. I, uh I want to talk about that, yeah. Third place, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sitting in fourth is The Bad Guys. And sitting in fifth is the Bob's Burgers movie, which makes me happy. Yeah, that's like that's not something I would expect there to be a movie about. Yeah. Um, so I actually want to talk about two of those movies. One I have seen and one I have not. And uh, it, I don't think it's in the cards for me to go to the theater to see it. Based <laughs> Jurassic on... World. Yeah, Jurassic World. Let's talk about that one first. Have you heard the reviews for it? Uh, yes. It's real, <laughs> real bad. Uh, I, I failed to believe that it is any worse than uh, Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World. Uh, I don't know, man. 30% as far as of Tomatoes is real bad. Yeah. But I like Jurassic Park two is is well, at least up until now. I'll have to see it and pass judgment on it then. Uh, but uh, yeah, J- Jurassic Park two is is awful. That's probably okay. the worst out of all five up until this point. Now I have I I have famously bad taste in movies, <sighs> uh, and I think I gotta say that I think Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Up until this point, is the worst Jurassic Park movie. Um, it's it, that one's pretty bad too. It's not great. So, but so I mean, do you think Rift Tracks does this one because they 
did they did the first two. They don't really do series anymore on MP3s. Something I hope changes. But I have a feeling that we'll get this one eventually. I hope so because it's like probably <laughs> if I had to wager a guess, I'd say this one. If we don't get it by the end of the year, uh, because the turnaround time on this stuff coming to home streaming stuff is like nothing anymore. It's, it's like yeah, no, it's, it's like it's yeah, still no, in the, the theaters when it shows up theater, in the streaming yeah. service. But uh, yeah, if we don't get this one by the end of the year or within like the first month of 2023, uh, it's going to be the first Kickstarter stretch goal for an MP3 for the next Kickstarter. That's my guess. Much like how we got old, I think that's, I think that's probably yeah. how we're gonna get Jurassic yeah. World Dominion. Yeah, I am. I am. I am pro more MP3 camp um, these days. But the thing is, like, I was gonna go see this in the theater <laughs> just to like finish it off, right? And like, I knew it was gonna be bad. I mean, I saw the Eternals in the theater for crying out loud. Why? Well, I mean, like, you know, just because I was so desperate to get back into the theaters, I saw this movie that I knew I was going to hate. Yeah. Uh, and I went to go see it in the theaters, and I I had a mildly good time, but I was like, you know, I saw Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom in the theater. I, let, let's go top it off. And then I was talking to my brother after we saw the reviews. We're like, do we want to go pay fifty dollars with inflation and 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 Everything that's going on right now that every, makes everything so expensive. Do we want to waste our money to go see this in the theater? And we were like, no. Like, this is, like, <laughs> I mean, everybody loves seeing a train wreck. Yeah. But, like, how, how, how much of, like, at what point does it stop being a train wreck? And are you just, like, embarrassed and you feel like you're wasting your time and you're angry at yourself for going to see it? That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. But, uh, hooray, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum are back in the movie. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them. Sam really Neill got an, uh, Sam Neill was in a movie that wasn't directed by Taika Watiti. Ah. <laughs> hey, now what's wrong with that? There's nothing Absolutely wrong nothing. With Absolutely nothing. Thor Love and Thunder is going to be outstanding. I hope I so. Know, did you did you see uh you're speaking of uh Taika Waititi and Sam Neill, have you seen uh Hunt of the uh was it Hunt for the Wilder People? I've heard of it. That one is good. I've heard of it. Yeah. I hear crickets. You must be outside again, Dave. I am, yeah. It's fantastic. It's <laughs> it's great. It's a uh, hundred like... degrees here today. Really? So wow, I've it was got... forty five degrees here yesterday. But uh, I think it's jumped. I think it's something like, well, I can find out right now. I'm actually on my phone. I can, I can tell you in five seconds. Hopefully, I don't end the call. Yep. Yeah, uh, right now, it is 69 degrees here. So it's, it's, it's right in that sweet spot. Yeah, that's not horrible. It's better than it but, is here for sure. Yeah. But, um, but Top Gun, I did see that movie. Yeah, and I seem to recall you really liked it. I really liked it. Um, it was, uh, it, it's, it's basically like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of absurd that, yeah. um, that, that Tom Cruise's character, uh, would still be in the Navy after all this time. 
but whatever <laughs> they they actually make a point of saying that it's been like okay if you've been you're still a, a captain they make like like ca- they keep calling the captain 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 like he's like that's like a full bird colonel equivalent in the army that's not nothing but at the same time if he's been in the navy for 36 years at this point they do make a point of saying that you should at least be a two-star admiral by this point <laughs> he just be like i love to fly blah. right yeah so but um yeah he should really be a little bit uh a little bit higher ranked yeah it is it is pure it is pure 80s schmaltz I saw Jerry Bruckheimer's name in the opening credits, and I was like, what? <laughs> He's I mean, still you, alive? You kind of know what you're getting at that point. like. Yeah, so, dude, but it was, like, I mean, like, I, like, I've been lately since, I would say since the rise of Skywalker is when I kind of, like, joined the ranks of, like, down with nostalgia culture and crap like that. But then it's to be like, you want to go see Top Gun? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. So um, I didn't rewatch the first one. I remember enough of it. Um, so you you would think that it would be a different plot, and it is. It is and it isn't. Um, it is and isn't. It, it is and it is not the same kind of the same kind of thing. They have the same characters only like older and the same characters but different characters but younger like hangman is clearly Iceman, and you know all the and like they have they have goose's son shows up in this oh and his okay. name is rooster oh, and geez. he and he resents tom cruise it's it, it it's kind of stupid but by the end of the movie you're totally on board with it because it's pure 80s schmaltz schlock um, and just like Which is really what back. you want from a Top Gun, Top Gun movie, like yeah, yeah, it's 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 absolutely what you want. Now they did, I will say, <laughs> one of the funniest and just one of the saddest parts of the whole movie is just how they did Val Kilmer so dirty. Really? He's in the movie. Iceman is the he's a four star admiral, and he's the commander of the Pacific Fleet. Oh, spoilers, everyone! By the way, for Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> And um, he's the one that assigns Maverick back to the Top Gun school to be an instructor. Because they have some super secret mission where they got to like fly planes really fancy. Otherwise, this, you know, and he's got to teach all these uh, top recent Top Gun winners to fly real fancy even more and get to Mach 10. And oh, my gosh. Um so he's he's in the movie, but most of the time you just see him talking to Maverick through in, instant message. Right? How old am I? Through text. Yeah. Um. And uh, I mean, it's so, kind of yeah. But they don't trust Val. You you can tell that the producers did not trust Val Kilmer to act because when they actually show him on screen. Because, like, he uh, he sent the text to, to Tom Cruise and it'd be like, I need to see you. And then Tom Cruise texts back, be like, not a good time. And then Iceman says back, he's like, I wasn't asking. He's like, ah, oh, shoot. So he actually goes to see Val Kilmer. He goes to see Iceman. And uh-huh. he goes to this nice house and he, like, sees, like, Iceman's wife. I guess they're friends. And they're like, 
like, oh, how is he? He'd be like, the cancer's back. And I was like, oh, no. Well, <laughs> the cancer's back. Yeah, they, they gave him throat cancer. And well, they said, it that's hurts because to he has, even talk. He has throat cancer. Who, Val Kilmer? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he... he Does he really? Yeah, he has one of those voice boxes that he has to hold to his trachea oh. to talk. <laughs> oh, no. See, this is something I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know, but just like... So they gave his... Um, they, and so, so they they put... Uh, like, um, he talks to Val Kilmer through... Like, they have him, like, type his lines out on... Up on the uh, uh, up, up on a monitor, and Tom Cruise is basically acting against like this monitor, and I didn't know this. I literally found this out five seconds ago. What Jeremy just told me, yeah. And I was like, they It's just like, I just I just assumed that they didn't trust Val Kilmer enough. Oh to no! Act that they gave his character throat <laughs> cancer and like made him type out all his lines because it's like you are such a horrible actor now, Val. We're gonna have you do your lines through a computer. Nope. Nope, he's had uh, two tracheotomies and uh, chemotherapy uh, back starting in 2017. This better be true. You better not be making me feel no, bad. No, 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 <laughs> 100%. Okay, well, I kind of feel like a, a jackass. Well, well, why, should, like, why should I know that? Why should I feel bad? I, I felt I was on his side. And then uh, it says in, in 2021, after complex work, Kilmer's voice was able to be recreated through AI technology using archival audio of his voice. This technology was used to produce his voice in Top Gun Maverick. Oh, wow. So I guess they didn't do him dirty. I guess they did him a solid? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I was... <clears throat> Okay, guys, you're going to hear something that is not often said by me genuinely. I was wrong. Oh. So, gonna, wow, I'm I guess clip they... clip that, and I'm going to use that yeah. for a ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's saying, I was wrong. But, uh, but... So, that's not quite as a funny bit as I was no. thinking it was going to be. <laughs> oh, it's funny to me, because... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's funny I, to you because I look like a jackass. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, anyway, the other thing I wanted to say, we'll move on from that. Uh, yeah, it's but, probably uh, a good idea. Oh, oh, oh well, okay. Well, to, 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 to scab that part of the Top Gun discussion off, um, they kill Iceman. <laughs> they have him succumb to his cancer, and they give him like this big fancy funeral in San Diego or wherever the hell it is they are. Miramar. Um, so, uh, and then they go on their mission and it's a success. And Hangman saves the day at the last second and they all hug each other. And Jennifer Connelly's in the movie and she's 50 years old and she is crazy hot. <laughs> like, I was amazed. Like, everyone's like, why isn't Kelly McGinnis in this movie? And then Kelly McGinnis, I guess, went on Twitter or some interview or some magazine or something like that. Yeah. And she says, they didn't want me in the movie because I'm too old, too fat, and I look age appropriate. And I was like, yeah, that <laughs> tracks. <laughs> uh... I'm like, she said it. <laughs> but you like the movie. Uh, <laughs> but that... You like the but, movie? Um, Oh, yeah, I loved the movie. It was fantastic. I, it made me feel really good. But the other thing I wanted to say real quick is that um, my friend Al, 
Al Creed. Go to at Al Creed on Twitter and Instagram to see all his great cool pixel art. Oh yeah, he does he some great wrestling pixel art and stuff. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. He sent me a message about this dude who like writes like some some freaking hoity toity uh like bleeding heart person <laughs> who doesn't like the military. I I don't want to get political oh, or anything like that. Is this yeah. is this is this that article that was yeah, posted? Yeah, he wrote an article. He wrote an article and it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Just like just the headline. Now it's true what he says. Dude dude but, got dragged big time. Because uh, like and it, I I know this because I'm one of the people who dragged him. Yeah, I <laughs> I I I re- I replied to his tweet, and Matthew J. Elliott got on there, and he started like agreeing with me and everything. It was fantastic. Yeah. He did. He uh, did end up deleting it. Um, well, after well, it we, started we, getting attention, and, uh, and everyone started telling him that he it was, was a from big Jacobin. Dumb, dumb. Yeah, he said it was. There's no way around it. Top Gun Maverick is grotesque. That's yeah. that was that's the tweet. Um, it, well, well, I don't know if that's it, but like, go to my, go to at D Chadwick author and go to like tweets and replies or whatever the hell. And someone says it's like the the thing I'm talking about is, uh, it's a Top Gun Maverick is Pentagon propaganda and this Freedom yeah. of Information Act stuff proves it. And I was like, well, yeah, dumbass. Everyone's <laughs> known that for decades. Everybody knew that about the first one, like. How many how many kids saw that first movie? Oh, I say kids, but like you know, teenagers, and were like, "Oh man, that'd be awesome!" Like, I want to go, go fly in the air force. Or the I want to go fly a jet. I want to fly an F fifteen. Yeah. So just be like, plane go fast. It's like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's the whole movie. Doesn't, the movie doesn't pretend to be anything that it's not. No. Be like, well, then the, 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 the Department of Defense wanted it to be portrayed positively. I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, this is not news, bro. No. You're like, everyone was completely open and up front about what, this, about what these movies are, and guess what? No one cares. <laughs> um, one thing I will say about the movie, though, and this is going to be the last thing I really want to say about Top Gun Maverick, is that yeah. in this and movies like it, now, I was in the Army for a very long time. Um, and, uh, you really like in, in movies like this, you see them go out to like bars and they're hanging out and they're hanging out in like their dress bees with like all their medals and their <laughs> shiny rank. And they'll be like, now I know why they do this. Yeah. It's because they want people to be like, Ooh, I can be hot and awesome and be cool. Look cool in a, in a, in a service uniform like, like that and get all the girls or the guys depending on whatever. You know, yeah. whatever floats your boat, that kind of thing. I get that. I know that's why they do it, because they want the military guys to look great so people go go join the military. I understand that, and that's how, speaking as a someone who was 20 years ago, oh, my God, a young military <laughs> man, that's kind of how we see ourselves. But nobody goes out and hangs out in their Class Bs, because, number one, it's against the rules, and number two, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. Like no one does that. Like <laughs> that's really that's really it. I mean, I don't <laughs> dislike it. It's just like it's just kind of jargon. It's like no one does that. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right. Full All stop. Right. I guess it's I guess it's time to start talking about feeders three. All right. 
Let's. Okay. I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, a couple years ago, Rift Tracks gifted us uh, the release of Feeders, uh, a movie made by the Polonia Brothers. The infamous Polonia Brothers. And uh, let me let me look and see exactly when that came out because I don't remember. Uh, it was November 1st, 2019, when we got the first Feeders movie. Uh, this movie was kind of infamous. It was uh, released through it released Blockbuster. Blockbuster. It was yeah. released through Blockbuster, and it was the like number one selling VHS science fiction movie uh, for the year that it came out, which was 91 or something like that. Yeah, and everyone, yeah, they all got fooled. Yeah. Um well that was because it came out it came out the same year that it was 96. It was the same year that uh what you call it came out Independence Day. Yeah. Uh it was around around the time Independence Day came out anyway. I'm not sure if it was the same year. I don't remember when that movie came out. Yeah, it was uh, 96. Was it? Okay. Uh and then in December of 2019, uh nearly a month later, just over a month later, we got Feeders 2, Sleigh Bells, a, the sequel to Feeders uh, about what, the aliens coming back. Well, yeah, it, it is, kind of. <laughs> uh, I think this one, okay, you're going to have to bear with me here because this kind of ties into Feeders 3. I think it was supposed to be different aliens coming to Earth from a different, from a different uh, part of space. Did they come uh, and, to fight Santa Claus? Oh my God! Okay, that's the that's the amazing thing about that movie. They had Santa in that movie, and Real he Santa. inexplicably sounded like Kermit the Frog, like like <laughs> like like like, like, a, like like a knockoff Cookie Monster. Yeah. It was really hi ho, Santa Claus here. Like, Let's go kick some alien ass. Yeah. You've been naughty. Like that's what he sounded like. It was it was the most bizarre choice. Uh, but it's you know obviously oh, oh, it was on meant that, for humor. On that, I just want to put in this 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 little plug. Colette Thomas, who is uh, narrating Son of Santa, my yes. Santa Claus novel, does a fantastic Santa Claus voice. I just want to put that in there. <laughs> Probably better than the one for uh, feeders. Two. Oh, uh, definitely which, a, a thousand times better than ones for Feeders. That's not even a Santa Claus voice. Yeah. <laughs> Feeders 2 was released uh, 1998, so two years after the original. Uh, you can actually also, if you, you can watch these up on, uh, they're on Tubi for free. So if you haven't seen the Rift Tracks versions, maybe just watch the Rift Tracks versions. Don't watch yeah, the regular, yeah, yeah, but if you, really, versions, yeah. if you really want to... The original versions of the movies are up on on Tubi. At least Feeders Two. I don't know about Feeders One. Um, uh, but guys, okay, guys, look, watch the Rift Tracks versions of Feeders. You don't want to go into this without backup. Yeah, and if you if you want more in depth conversation, uh, you can or more in depth of us talking about this. We did talk about both of these um, on the podcast. So you dig through dig through the old that. episodes, and you can see what we fully think about these two movies. I personally, they're two of the best riffs that we got in 2019. 2019 was chock full of some amazing stuff. Um, but Feeders and Feeders 2 were, I love them. They're, they're great riffs. And yet, uh, amazingly, The Visitor got both of our nods yeah. for Riff of the Year. Yeah. Um, 
So a couple years ago, it was announced that they were working on Feeders 3. And it was kind of one of those, okay, they're not actually going to do this. Well, they did. Of course they are. It came out uh, like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago now. Um, Direct to DVD it was released. And... uh, Well, of course it was. (laughs) Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's like not on streaming anywhere that I could find. uh, Unless it's on Tubi, I don't know. But they probably don't want to cannibalize... the sales their viewership, of the their numbers on yeah for for, um, for classic theaters the one that everyone likes yeah yeah uh I, I, i'm actually gonna look real quick see if it's on no it's not okay it's not up on tubi anyway uh it showed up in my mailbox as a, a birthday gift i'm assuming um which was like a yeah about a week and a half ago now yeah it was um, the same day we did um uh, the rift game yeah, and uh, so I watched it. Cause now, of course okay, guys, I, did. I just want to say again, Jeremy was super stoked for this. Yeah, and then, you know what? I still, I actually had a bit of a conversation with uh, Connor Zostilka about it. Okay. Because he wanted to know how it was. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys the same the same brief summary. And then I'll, I'll go a little bit more into depth, but uh, okay. I said it, it's it's a little bit self-aware. Uh, in in that That's it has in that it has an opening uh, that uh, it it has a Plan Nine opening uh, with yeah, Mr. No, it, Lobo yeah, yeah. Uh, from Cinema Insomnia doing like a little intro for it, basically. Oh, and his his thing is they're not bad movies they're just misunderstood like that's his like tagline his his saying um so he talks about that a little bit and then uh there's an in there's an intermission in the movie there's an intermission there's an intermission in the movie uh and it's i i don't remember the lady's name there's some there's some uh, lady who's she's talking about watching the movie uh, when it almost feels kind of like an Elvira ish type thing. Oh no. Uh, but then she gets interrupted by Count Gore Duvall. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he starts talking about uh, he wanted there to be an intermission because. Uh, you know, that's what they used to do in movies, and he wanted to. You know, yeah, get people to know what from. they meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Count Gore Duvall is, uh, he is a television horror host. Uh, he's like the dungeon or something like that. Uh, but he also yes, his his his, his co-host is uh, Christopher Chuckley. <laughs> he he also was uh, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find his. Uh, Okay, uh, I can't. His his real name is Dick Diesel, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah. Uh, and he actually has some ties into Rift Tracks because he was in the Galaxy Invaders. <laughs> what? He was uh, Doctor William Tracy in the Galaxy Invader. Which one was he? Uh, it's been years and years since I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, well, the doctor. I I don't. Okay. it's been a long time since I've watched that one too. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I just that's... all I remember from Galaxy Invaders is the monster and the guy with the torn shirt. Yeah, so that was that was you know a little a little weird. Uh, the plot of the movie it's it's still very much a Polonia movie. Like don't don't get me wrong here. There's there's a little bit of self awareness, and the, but that's that's about. That's about the most of it right there. Uh the movie itself is is kind of meta in the the fact that it's the son of the guy who uh at the end of the first feeders was like taken over by the aliens and he was like trying to kill his friend. Uh uh-huh. it the his son, he's still alive. He's like comatose or something. He's not comatose, oh, but he's yeah, like wow. he's He's wheelchair bound, like he doesn't do anything, um, and his son is making a movie based on the events of what happened to his dad. So he's making a movie. It's it's very Scream Two. He's making a movie based on the events that happened in the first movie, uh, and you know, so half you of it half of like... it centers around that. Uh, the, there's the aliens, like, right at the end. This is why I think the aliens from the Two Feeders movies are were different species, as it were. Uh, right at the very end, uh, the one aliens, they're killing people, and then this other aliens show up, and they have a conversation with each other. And they're like, oh, we're from here. Oh, well, we're from here. And they're like, okay, you want to help us, you know, we're trying to enslave the Earth. Oh, well, we want to eat the people. And they're like, oh, well, let's work together. And they oh, destroy the oh. Earth, and that's the end of the movie. But um, they destroy the Earth. They take over, yeah. Uh, oh, and oh. Uh, they they do uh, they kind of murk Santa because Santa shows up in the movie. He does. Yeah, and uh, he still has his same voice, and he has an even better laser gun. And then they just blast him and literally just kill him um, after he drops an f bomb. <clears throat> Which okay. I thought was interesting, uh, but okay. it's it's got slightly better digital effects. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, ever so slightly think, better Jeremy, digital think effects. Think about what you're saying. I know. Uh, they they make fun of the alien puppets used in the first movie uh, uh, by using the alien puppets from the first movie. <laughs> And just like God, these things stink. And they're like, "Oh, well, that's what the aliens look like." And the one guy's like, "Stupid for liking it." <laughs> yeah, basically, the one guy's like, "Don't you think they should at least have a mouth that moves up and down?" And then they're like, "Ah, oh, well, nobody will notice." Like, shut up. <laughs> I hate but, that. Uh, it's it's yeah, it's 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 a feeders movie. It fits right in line with the rest of them. You know. <sighs> It's. I really hope Rift Tracks does it. I really do. They they would have to take off probably the intro, uh, and the the intermission. You know, get rid of those, chop those off, and you'll be fine. Like nobody would be any wiser. Well, it would, I think it would add to. I think it would add to the appeal if you did it that way. But I think I don't know, maybe based on what back. you've told me, they won't, for the same reason that they didn't do Birdemic Two. Well, I did, like I said, I did have a little bit of a conversation about this, and uh, 
they're 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 gonna check it out. They're gonna okay. they're gonna give it a look. Well, At least that's 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 what I'm hearing. Or they're gonna give it a look. Anyway, if you if you like the first two feeders movie, first of all, go go get your head checked. Uh, second, get the third one. See, I don't have to get my head checked because I already know what's wrong with me. Um, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's, I wouldn't that's, watch those movies on Rift. I wouldn't do it. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. And I watched, we're gonna... I, 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 I watched Forrest Gump recently for yeah. the first time since like the nineties. Oh, I and, thought you were gonna oh say God. for the first time, like no, for the first time since like <laughs> since, since like high school, in like at least twenty years. Yeah. And oh my God, it does not hold up. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a very long time, so I don't really know. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll watch it. You'll just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like especially the part at, at the beginning where the the mom with, with the principal, that's super cringe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> your mama sure but does anyway. care about your education. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Let's talk about some riff tracks, actual riff tracks. With uh, riff tracks presents "Creature from the Haunted Sea," presented by Matthew J. Elliott and Ian Potter. Now, for those of you who are wondering who Matthew J. Elliott and Ian Potter no are, one listening to this podcast doesn't know who those guys are. I don't think, no, but people listening to this podcast don't. Uh, I don't know. I can't say all of them. I, Some of them definitely don't uh, watch don't Matthew partake. and Ian stuff, and and that's part yeah, of the reason why we like to feature them like, on here. Well, like what they leave comments of be like, oh, I, I don't watch those guys. It's like, well, you keep it to yourself. You know, it's and, like we do. <laughs> we yeah. are fans uh, of of all of it. Yeah, all all of the riff tracks. Uh, now let's see. This movie, Creature from the Haunted Sea, was released in 1961. It's a horror comedy film directed oh, by Roger Corman. Okay. Now it's supposed to be a parody is of it spy a movies, what? gangster movies, and monster movies. Specifically, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Because I don't of believe you. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not I don't... you personally, Jeremy. I don't. I like oh, when I say yeah. you. I mean. Like I don't believe you, Roger Corman. Like you said, like like yeah. Okay, look, Roger Corman is awful at doing comedy. I don't care what anybody says. If you like genuinely laugh at this, or at Little Shop of Horrors, or just like anything that he'd be like yuck yuck. Like what what's wrong with you? I mean, like are you simple? Did you get dropped <laughs> on your head? Like I don't want to say any bad words here, but I mean, like you know. Do, do people got to feed you your food? Oh man, uh, that's that's welcome back how to I the edit, everybody. Watch this week. Yeah, yeah, I miss those sometimes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this movie was bad. <laughs> like yeah, I know no, it's, it's supposed it's to be bad because it's Roger Corman, but you expect terribleness. Yeah, it's it's an hour. It feels like four. Oh yeah, it felt it felt it, way longer. Really, there, it, yeah. Well, here's the thing: I something something was definitely removed from the version that Rift Tracks was able to do because 
The full version of the movie is 75 minutes long. Oh, so the somewhere we lost 15 minutes. This still felt longer than that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was bad. Yeah, uh, it was it was draining. Yeah, it, it's it's um I don't want to say it's like Copper Mountain bad, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's um I mean like okay guys, it was my idea to talk about this because we haven't talked about Brit tracks in a little while. So I go, let's do uh let's do a Creature from the Haunted Sea. Now, I'm not saying I regret that because I did have a fun time listening to the riff, which is yes. always always the main point of 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 all this, but generally our discussion tends towards like the movie itself um and uh like the 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 plot i don't want to say it's incomprehensible but it's like it's annoying and you you actively want all the characters to die <laughs> which like, is a good thing because most of them most, most of, of them, them do, do. Yeah, but it's just like it's not satisfying, really. I mean, like the guy I wanted to die the most, or just to like to just, or at the very least, just go away and to stop, was the guy who made recorded animal sounds. Yeah. Now i I did a little research on this on this movie, and uh, the screenplay was written in three days. And it shows. <laughs> it shows. Uh, yeah, and... the guy who makes all the animal noises was. Uh... <sighs> I mean, he's he's homicidal. We know that. Yeah. Well, they're all homicidal. I mean, they're all. Just yeah, like... but this guy specifically. Yeah. And uh, this. I, th- I didn't realize that this movie was shot back to back. Yeah, yeah, back in Puerto to back Rico with Last Woman on Earth and Battle yeah, of Blood Island. Yeah, that's why they have the same cast. Yeah. <laughs> like like I think the um I think the 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 backstory and like how this movie was made like is is kind of more interesting than the movie itself. Because um like Roger Corman had a bunch of like he had just won this bet and I still can't believe that People make movies on bets. You just won this bet with little. Hey, that's how we got Manos, isn't it? Yeah. Number one, I like. I can't believe people do that. Or they make that. Here's the thing. Like, he wanted to make that movie. He wanted to make Manos. Okay. Like the bet was just an excuse. Roger Corman has major studio funding behind him. And it'd be like, I bet you, I can make this craptastic pile of garbage. In like over a weekend or something with with Little Shop, and he did it. And they're like, "Okay, well, that was terrible. Go go do more of that." <laughs> and um, so he had a guy who like could make this very terrible monster costume. Oh, and this my is something God. we got to talk about. We, we definitely we, have we talk about talk. this monster costume. Yeah, and like, I'm gonna try and had, bring like, it up. Some, Real quick, he had some unused talking. footage, and like another script that he had a guy to be like, "Hey, take this and rewrite it and make it a comedy," but you have like three days because we're leaving for Puerto Rico because they have tax breaks to go film there. <laughs> rewrite it in three days, or re- write it and rewrite it from scratch, and then rewrite it again in three days. Bring it back, and we'll uh, we'll shoot the movie in five days. 
Now, all that shows in the movie that this was just like something that nobody put any kind of effort into. They were just doing it just to like, just make movies, just make a movie, just make a movie, just make a movie. And this is kind of like why like, I resent Roger Corman in a lot of ways because he's held up as like this pioneer, just like this, this great person, this fantastic movie maker. All his movies are crap. And he has like, he directed like what, 55 movies. He did that because he didn't care about what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, it's he, easy he, to direct a bunch of movies when you're just spewing them out. You're literally, just, just spewing yeah. them out. Like, 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 like with Little Shop, be like, well, at least that gave us that terrible musical that everybody thinks is so great. Like, no, that's that's bad. <laughs> I don't want that. But, um, but this, like, but this especially just kind of like, it's kind of like irked at me because like every character is so horrible <laughs> and the comedy lands like so flat. Yeah. It's like so tone deaf. It just, it, it, it just makes me wonder. And like, there are people that Roger Corman is sending this stuff back to I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's good. We'll, 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 we'll run that with, uh, on the B side of whatever the hell else. Like people will go pay to see this screw people. Yeah. People are dumb. They'll, he directed uh, 55 films, produced 385 films. So he's so, done a lot. Yeah, he's he's done a lot, but it's just like a lot of what he's done is 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 stuff stuff like this and Little Shop and uh, the Last Woman on Earth, the saga of the Viking it. women and their voyage to the waters of the Great Sea Serpent. Yeah, there's like nothing. I mean, okay, look, when I write a like like Monkey took me six months from start to finish to write the first draft, and then like another three months of editing it by myself to 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 publish it, and and that that's one thing I get. I get one thing out of nine months of work, <laughs> and like I and like I have to like work really hard. Yeah. Nobody worked really hard on these movies. And you can tell by the way that the actors are behaving. They're just like, okay, just, just go, just do. Like, who's working hard on that? Look, so look, like, I, look at this. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. From, uh, let's see, October 1959. Okay. Uh, he had two movies come out that he directed okay. in October, the same month A Bucket of Blood and The Lost Women. Uh, yeah. Another movie he produced also came out Attack of the Giant Leeches. Uh, and then 1960, he directed Ski Troop Attack that came out in April. A movie uh, that he produced came out also in April of 1960. Uh, June 1960, House of Usher. August 1960, Last Woman on Earth. September 1960, Little Shop of Horrors. Like, that's a ton of work right there in just three months, four months. Yeah, it's a ridiculous like, amount of, of things to be spinning forth. There's no way you can have quality with that. There's no, no way. Yeah. And that's what and that's that's kind of like the the, the the point I'm making with like I don't understand it. Like I resent Roger Corman. Like, why do you resent Roger Corman? Because, <laughs> man, he, he 
he's he he's a hack. He has this undeserved reputation of being this pioneer. Yeah. It's just like, well, I mean, by by that standard, then um uh can't the guys who ran Canon Films should be considered pioneers. You know? It's like uh... the Polonia brothers should be considered pioneers. <laughs> like yeah, and I guess I mean... like, in a way they are for making garbage. But anyway, it's just like, I don't want to sound like, I don't want this to get off on just like me sounding like a whiny a-hole, yeah. but like, man, and that's, and like, I'll, 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 I'll just cap off what I have to say about that. Just, you know, screw Roger Corman, you know, I know he's 90, I know he's almost a hundred years old, but screw that old man. <laughs> yeah. For those of you watching, uh, at home, watching along with us right now, uh, if you go on the uh hang on a sec i have my kids doing something hang on uh i have the monster brought up oh and, yeah we uh, talk about this it's it's literally just a big fuzzy thing like i know it's supposed to look like it looks seaweed like or it looks like a big but... bad it looks like a big bad yip yip <laughs> yip 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 Yep, it yep, sure yep, does. Yep, yep. I didn't even think about that, and it 100% does. Um, and um, we, we were talking about this about this before about like about the um, if you were on set with with Roger Corman and, and you were the monster, I said, okay, hey Jeremy, we're out here for five days, <laughs> and you're the monster. Here, put this on and go underwater. And I would I would have told the screw I mean, off. You yeah you yeah you you wouldn't do it right. Be like nope I am not getting in that thing and going underwater. I don't care if I have like an air tank. Like there's no way that. that that would be good. Like it wouldn't be good it for would the be human. So, it wouldn't be good for the suit either. No, it would be so heavy too, especially because there's scenes of you know walking out of the water and it's just like dripping, and this thing would be so heavy and i have a thing like about being in situations where like i can't move good uh like being held down by stuff and this like i just that gives me almost like a an anxiety attack just looking at this suit and thinking about how hard it would be to move when you're yeah, coming out of the one water. Scene, that, that one scene where you see him like like at the very end where he comes in and he like gets the the bikini girl <laughs> where he walks up and like that was like like they have to have been like that's like maybe the one competent shot that they did. Because there was a whole bunch of like bad shot fills with, with, with errors. Oh yeah. In this movie. <laughs> but I mean it's you know, Roger Kerman, so yeah, again, Roger, yeah, but uh, it's it, kinda that, to be that, expected. That was like the one really kind of like competent shot, and if I, like I don't know if I was working on like if I was you know twelve years old and I was making a movie, and like I got a shot like that, I'd be pretty proud of it if I was twelve, you know. But the suit itself, we were talking about. Can we think of a of of, of a rift tracks creature in 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 the shorts or? Or in the features, either or, that is worse than this. And I immediately said, aside from the feeders aliens, because you yeah, know. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. The the only other one that comes to yeah. mind, honestly, 
is, and I just thought about this, uh, the the rare times in fungicide where it was actually like supposed to be a creature. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't the awful CG that they used for it. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm hard pressed. I yeah. Now because the, that had like now, there was now, no now, details now, on that suit the, at all. The candidates, the candidates that came to my mind, or just like the one candidate that came to my mind, the one that could possibly be worse. But then I think about it, like no, this is this is worse for because they didn't care, uh, and the people who made God Monster of Indians flats did. Yeah. Um, now, no, this is God, worse now, than, than that the, one the, for sure. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The sheep monster from God Monster of Indian Flats. It's bad, um, but I mean, it didn't have yip yip eyes with ping pong balls. <laughs> no, and you could hard see, boiled like, eggs on. for eyes. As, yeah, no, uh, was, as no, they it's say really in the bad. It's it's like, and I think. I read somewhere, or maybe I heard it in the Rift, that they used it for, like, three other movies, too, or something. I don't know. I honestly think that I've seen that creature uh, that creature suit in different films. Like, now, I saw it, and as soon as I saw it, I recognized it. I just don't know where I recognized it from. It looks, I like, mean, a, it's, it, it looks like a Muppet. It's just, like, but the thing is, it's, it's like... Discount, this, this, oh. discount Sigmund the Sea Monster. Yeah. Now, the other thing that... The other one that came to mind was the creature from Invasion of the Animal People, but 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 that that monster is terrific. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love I, I love that. I, yeah, I can't. I literally can't think of anything other than fungicide and feeders that has worse creatures. Oh, maybe maybe uh things. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. I I've I I have um I have. I have purged things from my memory, so I'll have to take. I'm, I'll have to I'm take gonna, your word for it. Yeah, I think because you, you do get some look. I don't know. Things might even have a better creature than creature from the haunted sea. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not saying it's fact. I'm just saying maybe it might be. I, w- I was almost gonna say winter beast, but winter beasts were way better than this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, this uh, this movie's awful, 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 awful. Like honestly, I want to go through our entire normal list, and it's gonna get point five for everything, except for riffing, which gets a five. Yeah, the riffing. Yeah, I mean, they like, it, it, it's freaking great. knocked it out of the park with the riffs in this. Knocked yeah, it out of the park. Because they were saying what we all were feeling. It's just like yeah. they didn't hold back. They're just like this is pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this was outstanding work from Matthew and Ian. Outstanding. And it it normally is because okay, you know, I know where we get sick of all the VODs and all this stuff and that's that's another reason why I like having the Rift Tracks present stuff. Uh simply because Well, they do different they, kinds of stuff. Yeah, they have a different a different view of things uh when it comes to even just writing their riffs. Yeah, like because they're they're gonna have different, you know they they don't have the same view that, you know Mike, Kevin, Bill, Connor, Sean, you know all of our writers for our normal stuff have. So, yeah, it's it's nice to get that bit of a fresh breath of air into it, 
Uh, also, the Bridget Mary Joe stuff obviously is is great. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Matthew were... has been writing for those yeah, too for a little them, while, yeah. which is kind of which is kind of fun. Uh, speaking of Mary Joe, um, her she did finally uh, finish her book uh, about her mother and oh, nice. uh, her book reviews that she found, like on little note cards and stuff. And uh, my copy just shipped; it'll be here on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to reading it, and uh, we'll probably talk about that a little bit on on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, oh, nice! Just 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 a little heads up because I I'm expecting to really enjoy it uh, from the previews that I've that I've seen, and uh, yeah, I just I think it'll be really good, and I'm really excited to to have that. But uh, you know, again, if if you guys don't give uh, the Brit tracks, any of the Rift tracks present stuff. If you don't give it a fair shot, you know you gotta yeah, you gotta me. try it somewhere, yeah. guys. <laughs> and and it's okay, you know if but you gotta give it a fair shot. Like just now, like we White did with new MST, you gotta give it a fair shot before you just say well, we I don't did like that. It. We gave new MST a shot. We gave that we gave that garbage a shot more than it deserved. Okay, <laughs> if you if we can give that crap a shot. You can give Matthew J and Ian a shot, and 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 that's the thing. Like we, we both we watched some of it. We knew we didn't like it, and guess what? We still went back to try because, you know, it's oh I oh I stopped. I like like I stopped after like I went back to what was it in? But you watched more than just like one episode. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I went back and I I watched the like. Like the one where it was just like six on Netflix with like Mac and me and oh the gauntlet yeah yeah the gauntlet yeah I didn't um after that just like this 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 past like their their gizmo whatever I'm not I'm not I'm not playing that game I've I've given up (laughs) yeah I haven't watched any of the new stuff I do know that they did munchies um which was another Roger Corman thing but uh. I I honestly would rather uh, see Munchie. Uh, no, they did Munchie. Munchies was the Roger Corman one. Munchie was the one where he's like wish granting and sentient, and he talks and he flies around on pizza. Um, Munchies, I would love to see Rift Tracks do. That's another movie that I saw when I was younger, and uh, like I knew it was awful, but I loved it because of that. Like that was a big part of why I loved it. And it was it was a Gremlins ripoff, like straight up. It was it was another Hobgoblins, you know. Except they weren't on a movie oh, studio. They goblins. found them in uh, like some ancient ruins down in Central America or something like that. Uh, and he only he only replicated after the guy uh, chopped him up into little pieces, and then the little pieces grew into their own little thing. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that movie not because it's good, but just because it's a horrible and it's a fun watch. But uh, I would love to see Rift Tracks tackle that one. I'd be that'd be outstanding. Also, another thing I'd like to see them tackle, and this is related to Creature from the Haunted Sea directly. This is a movie uh, released as part of Roger Corman Presents. Oh no! It was released in 1997 called The Haunted Sea. And uh, sounds familiar to me. Well, here's the plot for it. Well, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, in the Yucatan Peninsula, a ship, the Hades, is found drifting in the ocean without a crew. 
Captain Ramsey and his crew discover the ship's cargo cargo contains ancient Aztec treasure from Montezuma's temple. I'm gonna oh, turn you down really? for a second. Wow. Uh, crewman uh, Diego and Lane try to steal the treasure. One of them gets possessed by a statue and turns into a reptile monster that kills Lane and then sets about killing the rest of the crew. Now, the other interesting thing about this movie is it's got James Brolin in it. <laughs> Thanos? Yeah, Thanos. No, that's that's his son, Josh. This oh, is James God. Brolin. What was I thinking? Um, Tom Skerritt? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, it's basically the same type of thing. You know, they're trying to steal the thing and... I, I don't know. I think it'd be funny if now Rift Tracks did the Haunted Sea, or even if like Bridget and Mary Joe did the Haunted Sea, as like the counter to, to Creature from the Haunted the Sea. Oh, that would be that would be amazing. That would be wonderful. I would love to watch that. Yeah, Rift Tracks, uh, if you're listening, do 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 Top Gun. I command yeah. you. <laughs> you owe us. We give you Kickstarter money. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, I, I gave you twenty five <laughs> bucks two years ago. You owe us. <laughs> I saw a Sharknado one time. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But, again, I'm just going to reiterate it one more time. Go check out the Rift Tracks Presents stuff if you yeah. haven't. You know, just um, just give it a shot. Watch watch some of the I, shorts that Bridget and Mary Joe do. That's, I, that's would a start. Say, I would say if you have to do just try one thing from uh, Matthew J and Ian, it would be Flight to Mars. Yeah, in 2016. I'm not sure if that's available anymore. I I knew you were gonna say Flight to Mars. Flight to Mars. I knew you were gonna say that one. It's like the absolute like no like look. It's like the absolute perfect riff tracks thing. Like like from the movie selection to to the riffs, it's hysterical. It's like it's perfect. It's like a perfect ten. Flight to Mars. It's it amazing. says it's yeah. It says it's not there. <sighs> That angers me because it's like one of the best things Rift Tracks, not just Rift Tracks presents, but it's one of the best things Rift Tracks has ever, ever, ever done. Well, I would I mean say um, if if you can't watch that one. That, I would say but there's another really good one, Warning from Space. I'm not nearly as enthusiastic about that one, but it's pretty good. But yeah. If, Hangar if, 18 if Warn- was good too. What's that? Hangar 18 was good, too. Yeah, Hangar 18 is fantastic. They take a swipe at James Wen that I very much appreciate. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Assignment Outer Space was a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Snow Beast is a good one. Just anything, uh, guys. Really anything. Don't don't start with the Veil Part 2 or Flash Gordon Part 2, but... Well, yeah, because you need the other stuff for that. But I just thought of a perfect thing for all you want to be like, well, you know, Mike, Kevin, and Bill. Go watch Batman versus Superman. You get literally everybody. Yeah. There's even there's even uh, Trace and Frank segment in that. Yeah, yeah. And you get everyone's kind of like style. But I think Matthew and Ian, they have some of like the main stuff in that in that movie. Yeah. It's 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 like I, I think Matthew or Ian probably Matthew said it'd be like when they gave this stuff they'd be like are you sure you want to give us this and we're like yeah sure whatever <laughs> no but yeah no go go get that it has it has everybody they're so, well deserving of it guys 
Yeah. And and you get to watch Batman versus Superman, which is one of my favorite movies. Unironically, I'm not kidding. I have notoriously bad tasted movies. Yeah. I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. Oh man. Well, I think that's that's gonna kinda wrap it up for us today. Okay. <laughs> uh you know, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us. If you if you enjoy the podcast, you can support us either by uh, subscribing right here on Twitch or sending some bits our way even. Uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash trueblueriffcast, which I am putting in the chat right now. True Blue Riffcast. There's that. Uh, so if you want to, if you want to help us out there, you know, you can do that there. And if not, just, uh, make sure you give us a follow, uh, here on Twitch. So you can, uh, you can get notified whenever we go live, uh, with the, with a new episode or if we're streaming some games, which pretty much anytime soon, it's just going to be the Rift Tracks game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that I, I have too much fun playing that with other people. Yeah, it's a lot of and, fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah. They they did just put out another uh, an update to fix some of the stuff. Uh, you can you can make uh, Riftbot stupid so it doesn't play <laughs> the perfect riff to go with each thing, um, which is kind of nice because otherwise it literally just turns into a game of uh, try not to let Riftbot win. But I and, don't. Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, well, Riftbot can't vote. Here's right. I just don't. I just don't vote for Riftbot. I just right. Like, usually, you can tell what what one is Riftbot. Um, yeah. If you're if you're playing Rider Riff, you can always tell because it plays the actual riff from that yeah. scene in the movie. Uh, if you're playing Pick a Riff, sometimes it's a little more complicated, but usually you can tell. Uh, and I always point it out whenever I see it um, I'm not to a the fan chat, of but because I always suck at that. But like. <laughs> But like, like write your own riff. I, I just like, I'm not even gonna lie. I kill at that. Yeah, I, I like pick a riff as a warm up. Like, I like doing a game or two, like a six round game or two of pick a riff, just to kind of get the juices flowing. Um, but there is, uh, they did some other things about uh, letting Twitch chat pick the next clip that weird. the players have to riff. Like, they get a couple clips to choose from. Um, there's uh, I made there's a couple other things that they implemented. They're not going to be on the Switch version yet, unfortunately, and that's the version that I have, of course. Um, I have the PS4 until... version. Maybe we can play with. Maybe we can play on my channel. Yeah, that'd be fun too. Uh, until the next update, uh, the next content update, they're doing more clips and more uh, pre-written riffs. Uh, as another content, free content update, uh, which should be coming out soon. Uh, I, I don't think they gave a date, but they said soon. So I like the fact that they're already pumping new stuff into the game. Uh, I like that it's getting supported. I, I think I want to see if I can ask them if I can get an answer about how their sales have been. Uh, just to see, because it's probably more than I'm anticipating. Just because there's, I know there's more Rift Tracks fans out there that, you know, I don't have anything to do with. Yeah. More than, more <laughs> than the people that, you know, we talk to and stuff. But, yeah. Enough, enough of that. We'll be doing, we'll be doing that. Uh, maybe we'll play some of that on Monday at some point in time. Um, 
before yeah, I Yeah, hey, to... let me know, like, before you do, before I, like, go on my morning walk and I'm, like, clear out here and can't play. <laughs> I'll be back in, like, 45 minutes. That's how long it takes me to get back. Oh, man. But until next time, guys, uh, I'm Jeremy. You can find me on Twitter at PB and Awesome. Uh, you can find me anywhere, anywhere that, that, you know, if you find a PB and Awesome, it's it's probably me. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter at TB Riffcast. Dave, that's your cue. Oh, no. I lost Dave. <laughs> And uh, I'm Dave. You oh, there he is. On okay. Twitter at DC, no, at D Chadwick on Twitter, and I'm also on uh, Instagram and all these other places. Yeah. I uh, thought I lost but, you. What? You like disappeared? Wait, where, 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 where am I? I don't know. What it happened? got super quiet all of a sudden. I don't know. Oh, oh I'm right here. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Let's see. Oh, okay. Well, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. I... Well, I'll just do this real quick. Check me out on Twitter at D Chadwick. At D. Chadwick Author. And uh, check me out on DaveChadwick.info. Check out the uh, books and the audiobooks right there. Check out Tumbleweed Dossier by General Hospital Star Haley Pulis. Go get that. And uh, Son of Santa will be, should be finished up here pretty quickly. Uh, I just got an update on that yesterday from our uh, good friend Colette. Uh, and I'm very excited to, uh, to get that out there. So, yeah, thumbs up. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you next time right here on the True Blue Riffcast. Rock till you die. Rock!